Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I like to say that hair is a woman's best accessory. And thanks to my friends at Way, they make it possible to have good hair days every day. Let me tell you, Way's hair oil has become a game changer in my hair care routine. So if you're ready to have good hair days every single day, you got to check out Way. Head over to the Way, T H E O U A I dot com to check out their products. And here's a little treat for you guys use the promo code Heal Squad for 15% off your purchase. Yep, the Way, T H E O U A I dot com, promo code Heal Squad for 15% off. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey and Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Manu. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Maria. Maria, Maria. Menunos. <laughs> when you know better, you get better, and that's what we do here every day on the show. It is Wednesday, May 27th, 2020. Holy moly. We are almost halfway through this year already. It is almost our birthdays event, and we will be talking about that. Before we get to everything, I want to let you know who our guest is today. We have Vanderpump Rules star Shayna Shea to talk about the wild new season of Vanderpump Rules, but also uh, what's going on in her life. Um, she's got a new boyfriend. 
um, and how she's dealing with her quarantine life and so much more fertility stuff. We're going to get into everything. Actually, I have no idea what we're going to get into because I don't really necessarily have an agenda. We're just going to have a chat. But those are things that are interesting to me. So perhaps we will get to that. That's what I love, Maria. You come in so prepared. You've done hours and hours of research and then you let the wind take you. It's the best way to interview. <laughs> well, our quote of the day, it's not that diamonds are a girl's best friend, but it's your best friends who are diamonds. Gina Bareka. I love that. Uh, thank you guys for joining us as always here on Better Together. We are on an eternal journey to get better in all areas of our life. And we're going to do that through the incredible experts that I have access to. And sometimes it'll be through celebrities because they're going on their journeys as well. And we can learn from them too. So that's what we do here every day. If you haven't joined us on Patreon, please do. Just click the link in the summary. We have a really cool um, show that we do there and uh, we have an amazing one this week so I hope you guys will join us and that is that in the meantime it is almost our birthdays I'm gonna be 30 I can't believe you're gonna be 30 I'm gonna be 30 holy moly yeah and that'll be eight years working with you guys at AfterBuzz. Wow. So I'm I'm coming up on a decade now. So we discovered you at twenty two? Yeah, I was I was a Chili's waiter at twenty two. Damn. You were the best Chili's waiter we ever had. That's why we hired you. I'm still probably <laughs> the best Chili's waiter. <laughs> um that is a true fact because we finally abandoned going to Chili's because You gave up? Oh, we gave up. Yeah, it was awful. Actually we went once in recent times, like let's say in the last year. And there was a girl there, and she was incredible. Like, literally, like, the heart, a heart the size of, like, Texas, and just so sweet and on top of it. And she was basically quitting that night. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, please don't. We were just getting excited that we had another good person. Um, but you know what? It's all about management. And, um, and, you know, and then at the same time, being a manager, in a sense, I know how hard it is to find people of your generation <laughs> that um, that really know how to work. Well, the staff follows the manager, definitely. That's true. And when and with Chili's, unfortunately, there's a high turnover for managers. So you get like a great one when you start, and then sometimes they just filter out, and then you're left with yeah. what you're left with. Well, I'll tell you, Kevin and I watched that show Smothered recently. I don't know that show at all. Isn't that <gasps> TLC? Autumn? Yeah. It's on TLC right after 90 Day Fiance. So we had been seeing the ads for it, and I got sucked in. I'm like, Kevin, we have to watch it. So it's these mothers and daughters. I believe it's, like, a bit cooked, right? Like, you know that they are super-duper close, but, like, they may amplify it a little bit. But um, but these – okay, so, like, this is what hooked me. This is one mom, okay? She's like – Oh, she's like, um, you know, we're super close. And then the daughter goes, we'd love to start our mornings with a shower. <clears throat> Excuse no. me. Yes. No. The daughter's like in her 20s. They get in the shower and she's like, I really feel comforted when my mom gives me a shower and she washes my hair and my nope. body. What? <laughs> no. Jeff. I'm out. Nope. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> There's so much potential. No. There's going to be like a spinoff for Smothered in Laws. Guys, and we get to see that. Guys, I'm going to cry, Jeff. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh. It's a simple nope. 
you're gonna die so so i go kevin we have to see this this is insane so we watch it and literally they get in the shower and they're they're bathing and she's bathing her and then you see another one and another one and another one like another example of Sorry, I gotta get a tissue for my eye that's like been dripping all morning. This isn't just because of this. Um, and and you just see that their moms have done everything for them. And that's why they're like fully incapable. Like this one girl's like training for the police academy. You go, they're gonna hire her? Come on now. Come on now. There's no way she's passing. If her like, mom joined, maybe if both of them did my it. My mommy needs to hold my gun for me. <laughs> like I just couldn't even get over it. So then there was this one um, mom and daughter who were obsessed with, and the the mom adopted her. I think it was from Russia, and um, and they do. I think it's called poopsie kisses. So every morning they do poopsie kisses. So mom comes over. She's in her twenties, and all over her face licks her. She licks her. That's her thing. Like she has to lick her. Okay. Her daughter or lick her mother? Lick her daughter. Okay. And the daughter loves it. And then they chase, you know, the mom chases her around the room. She's running around the room, right? And so Kevin yesterday, after we had seen it, he goes, can I get my poopsie kisses? (laughs) So I roll over and I start poopsie kissing him, but I didn't lick him. I started kissing him and his beard like started cutting me. And I was like, that's the end of poopsie kisses. I'm like, it hurts. So this morning, Kevin gets up and starts pouting. I mean, his humor is just too much. He's like, I didn't get my poopsie. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. Good kisses. <laughs> so I go, you're already out of bed. I'm like, but I really want mine. Please, I want to know what this feels like. So he comes over and he starts all over and I'm like like a little kid I'm I'm channeling what a little kid would react like if their mom was giving them poopsie kisses guys we were crying laughing this morning and then I was like well honey if you didn't get poopsie kisses I can chase you around the room and he's like no I want poopsie kisses so now I decided it was such a you know Tony Robbins talks about priming and getting your body into state. Yeah, Stephen's horrified. Get the like day started. Holding his face right now. I decided that I'm going to start my morning every day with Kevin giving me poopsie kisses. You know, I actually love that because it's. I think it's really important to stay silly with your partner. You know, it's like you want to have a little goofiness and joy because it's. You know, it's important to cry together and love together, but it's really important to laugh together. If you lose that, you kind of lose the fun of. 
You know, it's it's a marriage and it's a you know a love life, but it's also a friendship. Yeah, Jeff, you're making it too real. It's poopsie kisses. It's, Guys. I'm in. I'm in on the poopsie kisses. Steve, I mean Jeff, you've got to do it to Laura. Be like, do you want your poopsie kisses? And she's gonna be like, I don't know what that is. Do you want poopsie kisses? And then you just smother her. I'll film it. And you have to film it. I'm telling you, it is hilarious. I was in such a good mood after. I was laughing so hard. Because, first of all, Kevin's, like, one of the funniest people I know. Like, 20-something years in, he still makes me laugh. The fact that he would watch that and then be like, I need spoopsy kisses. It's the funniest stuff on the planet. We need to start the poopsie kiss challenge on TikTok. Oh, And have partners God. surprise their significant others with poopsie kisses. Oh, my God. How do you well, – I need to learn, and we're going to have that call with TikTok this week, Jeff. I need to learn how to take audio because I'm tired of having to just follow everybody else. I want to, like, create my own stuff. So I want to be able to take their poopsie kisses audio and then do it to that. You know, I think it would be so fun. We could do a remix. We could do a poopsie kiss song. Then you have to like, because you know TikTok has all those remixes where they add a beat. We can figure it out. Dead. Dead, dead, dead. I mean, guys, Smothered is so freaking funny. I got to watch. I mean, Laura is all in on 90 Day Fiance. TLC is a very, it occupies a very important and special space in the uh, TV universe. It is my everything. What would Lisa do if you gave her poopsie kisses? She would be so confused. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to film it. I'm going to start poopsie kissing anybody in my way. Although the coronavirus doesn't really allow for it. But like, you would do you about poopsie kisses. Guys, it was crazy. Max is about to get poopsie kisses. Max gets poopsie kisses all the time. We just never label them. This morning actually was funny. So I, Kevin felt really guilty because everyone got neglected yesterday. He was busy, whatever. So the dogs hadn't like you know, had lovies from us or whatever. So he's like, I'm going to go sleep in the guest room with Willie and Winnie. I was like, all right. So he went and slept with them. And then at like 4 a.m. I heard Max do his shake. And when I hear the shake, that means he has to pee. And if I don't get up and let him out, he's going to pee all over the living room. So I got up. Meanwhile, Kevin had gotten up and he was going to go put the dogs away so he could come sleep with me. And this morning when I finally woke up again, I hear the shake outside down in the you know foyer area. So I open the door. Now he's downstairs and I go, love of my life. I just wanted to see if he would respond. He comes barreling up the stairs. So happy. And we loved on each other. Oh, guys, he's my everything. He's the reason I breathe. The reason I live. He's the reason I run. (laughs) Yep. So um, actually, today might be a really good day to properly introduce you guys. So I'd love to. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that today. Anyhow, back to our birthday. Now that we've gotten poopsie kisses out of the way, I freaking die. You guys have to start watching it. Um, it's just too good. And and TLC, they're just geniuses. Geniuses. They've really brilliantly pivoted because that that channel used to be like for opera and science. So like I the don't fact, even remember what it was. I know, but they're staying alive. You know, that's what you've got to do in today's climate. Channels are dying and TLC's just leaning in and doing better and better. They're brilliant. Brilliant. Um okay, so birthday plans. So I have been heavily trying to research, Stephen, what we're allowed to do for our birthdays, right? Like I wanted to do the movie night that I was talking about. And I was assuming I'd be able to invite probably 20, 25 people over here because it's a huge tennis court. I could socially distance everybody. 
but I don't think that's allowed. And the reason I believe it's not allowed is because I just saw on Perez Hilton that Khloe Kardashian came out um, defending her family because they had done like a little bouncy thing in their backyard, apparently for all the cousins. And there was only 10 of them or something. And she was defending the fact that, you know, 10 is the rule. So I'm like, 10? Damn, we already have four people in my house. Does that mean I can only invite six people? Well, were they social distancing <clears throat> the 10? I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough about the story. I just know that the kids were all commingling, right, in a, in a bouncy. Well, like, who would you be inviting? Like, me, Jeff, the other people at the house, right? So, like, we're, we're employees. We're not people. So, like, that doesn't count. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, the thing I'm looking at this Perez story right now, Maria, it looks like the issue is not that there were 10 people. It's that they weren't necessarily social distancing. Yeah, so but, it's... but she's right. Like, if she knows that her cousins were all quarantining and not leaving their house, then you should be safe. But were they quarantining with each other? That's the question is maybe these two cousins, you know, if Kim's kids and Chloe's kids and Courtney's kids all mix. I think the issue is less the the fact that it happened and more the the influence of it. I think that's what we kind of have to think about. It's like, yeah, that's in terms of what co- you're showing people is okay. Yeah, because like, yes, their cousins might have done it, but unless they're literally on the Instagram story prefacing everything with like, everyone's quarantined for three weeks before this, everything's yeah. fine, and now we're doing this. Now it's just people seeing a highly influential family in this country doing something that you wouldn't want everyone doing. Yeah. But you know that it's monkey see, monkey do when it comes to Instagram. I know. It's just hard because you have to be able to still live your life. Yeah. Well, and we know you would do it responsibly. That's the thing is, you know, in theory, if you had, you could easily fit 20 people on that tennis court and separate them by six feet. And let's say you created preset little seating areas and... Yeah, like I did when we did it. Exactly. But technically, how funny. I think we were exactly 10 people that night without even doing it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And even then we were like segregated by household. Yeah. It's a wild time. It's And what's frustrating is my whole thing with this whole pandemic is it's hard to find concrete info. You know, it feels like the governor says one thing, the mayor says one thing, the president says one thing. We recommend that it's 10 or less. We recommend this. I want to be told this is okay and this isn't, but this is our first time in decades dealing with something like this. What's the good news is, God forbid we ever have to deal with this again, we'll do it much better the next time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the difficulty of running 50 states in one nation is that, you know, you don't want the federal government to have all that power, so the states do get to decide, and even on a city level they get to decide. Mm-hmm. Like Ventura, California is already kind of opening up, but then Los Angeles has to have such different measures because of the population density. So I know I found that really confusing because I think it was yesterday I was watching my mom had the press conference on and you're like Okay, so we're reopening. And then it's like, nope, not you guys. Everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> and none for Gretchen Wieners. And we're what? Gretchen Wieners. That's, is... a, that's a Mean Girls quote. I think maybe oh. three, three members of our audience understood that reference. Wait, that's so funny because my friend Rachel was saying that that's what we should screen, either that or, or like Legally Blonde and like have a girls' night. That's two great movies. Two great picks there. Yeah. Let me tell you, Zoolander's top of my list too. That's one of my favorite movies. So like here's the thing. I I I have to figure this out because I'm realizing we're like days away. We got what three or four more days in this month. Four more days in this month, and then eight more days in yeah. June. So yeah, we're yeah. eleven. Is our birthday on a Monday? Yeah. So then that's even less because I got to do something on a Friday. A week from Friday is when you'd want to plan it, right? Ugh. 
Well, no, we'd want to do it on a Saturday where nobody can do it in terms of us at the house. Mm-hmm. Also, Maria might just want to have her friends. Well, I'm going to do, yeah, do, do my own thing for mine, but also I'm happy to do one for you one night for, you know, like a combined one too. Yeah. If we do like a movie night, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. But I have to like, I, I have to figure out how to pare down to six friends if, like, I'm going to invite my parents. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's hard. That's what I don't understand. Is it 10 people from the exterior and whatever are living in your house? Well, what I'm hearing is, like, the next phase might be that we have to create clusters. So, like, these 10 are the group A, and group A can't mingle with group B. So, no like, way. That's what I'm hearing. No I don't know. way. But can you imagine the drama of figuring out who your close friends are? We should ask Sheena about it. Who would totally. her tend be? Totally. Guys, there is definitely a reality show somewhere in here yep. where we can have, like, people become unknowingly infected and, like, transfer it to the other group and, like, all sorts of things. Like, it's not where I was going when no, Steven no, no, brought yeah, up. Like, not, Steven. Really, not really <laughs> infected. Like, an actual reality show where you base the rules upon quarantining and stuff like that. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Okay. Netflix could do, like, who are your 10? Because you know they're doing Love right? is Blind. Who are your 10? Where, like, you have a big group of friends and they have ten? to you have to pick your group of 10 and then the other ones get ousted. Yeah, maybe just don't invite your parents. <laughs> don't invite my parents. Mom, Dad, you guys can hang from the window. <laughs> Costas would crash your party anyway. My dad would build a balcony so he could be a part of it. Um, so funny. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Like... You know, it's like, man, it's just crazy. This is just really, come on, guys. Like, still, how surreal is this? It's so surreal. This is going to be the very first time that I have a birthday that I don't hang out with people on. Well, you can hang out (laughs) with some people, right? (laughs) Joking. No, I know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's going to be fun just because it's going to be, like, memorable. Super intimate. Like, can you remember specific years and what you did on each year? Pretty much. Really? Yeah. Because, like, I, I can't. My birthdays so, like, are pretty like... memorable lately. As Your birthdays last are decade. very memorable. Yeah. The last decade were all memorable bashes. Super bashes. But you know what? My last year's birthday was so fun. I did um, a karaoke night in the bar at the house. And it was literally, like, 12 of us or something. Like, a small group. Just my like my neighbor friends and a couple of other friends. And it was so much fun. We got completely toasted. I mean, I didn't get toasted, toasted, but everybody else did. And I have very embarrassing video of all of them dancing crazily. Um, and uh, and I my most embarrassing moment was Lady Gagaing to A Star is Born, but like stomping my foot to get the power from the... All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days, and I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor, and it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios, and then I got addicted, and now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier 
kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of wonderful pistachios. You're going to love them bottom of my heel all the way up to my voice <laughs> i love that you need it for shallow there's that moment that's the song that's the song i might have sang it three or four times that night and yeah that's what i'll miss though is have you ever done a karaoke room like in k-town before yeah i've done that once before it was it's fun so fun and that's the kind of thing where you're like i hope this comes back you know because not I've for done a, a couple, long time because long time. the problem is is you're in a confined space in the air like remember that that um church yeah the church choir that all came down with it because they were singing in the same room so it's it's gonna be a while and those karaoke rooms god love them they are not very sanitized no it's byob yeah. and i can't do it outside in my yard because that would just murder my neighbor's ears like <laughs> death and instead of death by corona it's death by karaoke in my backyard <laughs> i won't do that to them we just have to create like a soundproof tent on the tennis court yeah that's the other thing i was thinking of if i did a girl's night maybe i would do a movie night and then camping that's fun. So like I would pitch tents in the front yard because I have a big front yard and like we could all have our like little camps and then That's we could great. come together. I'll have like a circle and we can make s'mores and stuff. Social distance fire. Yeah. I think Maria, if you do a small group, <clears throat> I think that feels kosher to me. You've been responsible, you know? Well, I'm good about keeping distance and stuff. Like I'm good about even our, our social distance movie night. Like I, I made sure I was the bartender so then not everybody was contaminating things. I had the hand sanitizer and the gloves and everybody was separated. So I feel like I feel like it's all doable. It's just what do you do? But I think that's what I'm going to do. Movie night and campfire. It's perfect. Dope. Yeah. Totes dips. Um, so that's that. Um, I, I We have to get to our interview with Sheena. Tomorrow I want to talk about this SpaceX launch that's going on because... SpaceX is the Elon Musk company, right? Yeah. Yep. So they're launching astronauts into space. And what was funny is Jeff sent me the article, and I had just been talking about astronauts, and I forget what I had been watching, but I was like, can you imagine it's your lifelong dream to be an astronaut? You go through everything you have to do, and then you never get to go to space? Yeah. Like, that's probably a lot of astronauts, right? It's a lot of NASA workers, yeah. Like, how many... How many people actually get to go to space? It's a pretty small, pretty small list. Like, I wanted to be an astronaut after I saw Punky Brewster. You guys have no idea what I'm talking about, nope. probably. Um, anyway, uh, it's just a small show. Um, back in the Elf days. Did <laughs> How you guys much ever know would about you Elf? pay? I know Elf. Oh, yeah. How much would you pay? How much would I pay? How much would you pay to go to space? I would do anything I could to go to space. Hundred grand. Yeah, if I if I could just do that, yes. I think in in like the next twenty years, you should be able to. Yeah, I would. I mean, in a second, I would go. Would you go to Mars? Hell yeah! Like the the one way trip to Mars? Yes. I love that about you because yes. I would not even consider it. We so AJ Jolivet, our friend who's been on the show, he's our tech guru and everything guru. He and I talked about it. I'm like, I would totally go in. A second. 
I just think it'd be the coolest thing. The only thing is now Kevin has really spoiled me. So I feel like I would need Kevin with me to make sure everything was okay. And poopsie kisses. And <laughs> now I need poopsie kisses. But I just think, I mean, I love adventure. The other problem is, is I would get really nauseous and dizzy. And I don't think a girl with a brain tumor going into space is a smart idea. <laughs> well, like, it's also your, like, I think it's a three-year journey. Yeah. Three years on a spaceship shooting towards a planet. And then you have to build your own civilization. Maria, you're friends with Lance Bass, right? Didn't yeah. He he was close to going to space I at one know. point. You, yeah. We need to get him on the show to talk about it. Yeah. I um I really, really would love that. Anyway, um, so they're launching tomorrow. Do we know what time? Today. They're launching today. Oh, shoot. Did I, I must have not updated the rundown. Oh, yeah. it's today. Yeah, it's today at 4.30. Oh, my God. I got to watch that. Yeah, we'll make wait. sure we do. I'll send you the link. It's live <laughs> right now. And we can... Uh, I have a friend at SpaceX, so I can get the inside dirt, and now uh, we can talk about it tomorrow. Is it launching from California? Yeah. Oh yes. This uh, is Cape Canaveral, isn't it, or is this different? I had, I'm. It might. <clears throat> I thought it was California, but maybe I'm wrong. I feel like Elon Musk is operating out of California. Yeah, he's he is in California. Articles are just prefacing a lot of stuff. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, Cape Canaveral's NASA. But NASA is involved. It's like a. It's a. I'm sure they have to collaborate. I will make sure I have all of this prepped. We can debrief it tomorrow because they were even talking there might be weather issues today. It's like... Really? Yeah. So we'll have to see. Okay. Well... Um, but it's crazy. Let's get to Shayna. And um, so, of course, you guys know her from the hugely popular show, Vanderpump Rules. She's one of the six original cast members from the show. In addition to anchoring the hit Bravo show, she's appeared as an actress in so many different scripted series and films, she acted on a stage in a Vegas residency. I had no idea. That was so cool. Um, she's recording music, and she hosts her hit podcast, Shenanigans. Shana, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. It's been a while. I know, right? I can't believe how long it's been. I know. I was trying to remember. I know I interviewed you for my show on E!, and that had to have been like four or five years ago. I think that was either just before you got married or just after. I think I was still blonde then. So that was probably around like 2014. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. I know. So how is life? It's been good. I'm here in Palm Springs in my house in quarantine with my boyfriend, my sister and her boyfriend and We've been having a really good time just making the best of it, getting a lot of YouTube content done. I've been doing my podcast from here and yeah, it's been it's been great. You look great. Thank you. So thanks. How did the quarantine scenario in Palm Springs happen? Is that your official residence, your everyday? No, so I'm still in Marina Del Rey, but I had bought um a vacation house out here just I kind of felt like, you know, for a tax write-off, smart business decision, I wasn't ready at the time to buy a house like everyone else in the Valley and live in it by myself. I just, I've never wanted that life. I've never wanted to (laughs) settle down there. So I'm much more of a beach person, but to buy a beachfront property, not really in my budget yet. So I decided that I would get a house in Palm Springs, somewhere I've been coming to my whole life. I love it out here on a golf course it's a nice little getaway and then once lockdown happened I'm like okay I can either stay in my apartment my boyfriend in his apartment or we can quarantine together in my house so 
we've been here like two and a half months now. Wow. Um, your sister and her boyfriend are there too, you said? Yeah. And so did you just decide when everything was kind of crazy? Did you say, guys, you should come quarantine together with us? Yeah, because they don't live together either. And just here having the pool, the golf course, and just a nice big space for all of us, it just seemed like the right decision. They've been a little in and out. They've gone back home a couple times. But for the most part, it's been great because they also do all of my YouTube for me. So it's been nice to literally have an in-house team. (laughs) Yep. You've got everybody working for you. I love it. Yeah. So when this all happened, you know, when, when coronavirus started becoming top of mind for us, I recorded everyone in my family and said, give me your prediction. What do you think is going to happen? No way. Yeah. And I haven't looked back at them, but I'm pretty sure I remember Kevin saying we were going to be, excuse me, in quarantine until June. I thought it was going to look a little bit like the walking dead. To be honest, yeah. I thought it was going to be like it, it, it had the potential of being really disastrous. And I'm grateful it didn't get to that place. But what did you think when this first came? At first, like before actual lockdown was put in order, I wasn't taking it completely serious. I was just like, yeah, but, you know, more people are getting sick from the flu and I have a job in Canada and I'm still going. And then as I'm in Canada, literally place by place are starting to shut down. We couldn't go to the CN Tower. The event I was out there for got canceled. And then I'm like, am I going to be able to get back? Like, are we going to have to rent a car and drive across the border? Like, that's when I kind of started to freak out a little because I was like, okay, things are actually starting to shut down. Maybe I should take this a little serious. And then when I got home that day, my parents actually picked me up at the airport and we went to the grocery store and it was just like Armageddon. I mean, the aisles were empty. The mm-hmm. lines were out the door. And I was like, okay, I'm getting the heck out of LA. Like, this is crazy. And I don't want to be around this. I would rather be in my house in a more quiet community and just have the access to a backyard. And With summer upon us, friends, hair is going to be even more important. Yes, we've got humidity, we've got sun, we've got all kinds of things. And sometimes it's hard to find the right shampoo for your hair. Everyone's hair is so different and there's no one size fits all solution. That's why I love Way. They have different shampoos depending on your hair type. Want volume? Fine hair and conditioner will give you that extra oomph you need. If you need some moisture and a little extra bounce, find your happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner. And for my peeps with thick hair like me, give your hair the hydration it deserves with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Plus, you guys already know Way carries some of my favorite hair care products I use all the time, whether it's the leave-in conditioner, which is my go-to, or the hair oil. They give my hair this hydrating refresh all summer long. Wash your way to healthier hair. <laughs> See what I did there? With shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to the way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad for 15% off your entire purchase. That's theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad. Your hair deserves it. And a golf course which wasn't open the whole time, but it's still been nice to be able to have that view and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, you're flashing me back to those moments. Like, yeah, where there's just that terror of like, what's going to happen. But it it is obviously so nice to have space Mm -hmm. and, and to have friends to quarantine with, like that does sound like a lot of fun. 
Yeah, we actually recently just turned my garage into an art studio and just posted a TikTok video that went completely viral. It's up to like almost 11 million views. Oh, wait, I thought, I think I saw that. You guys did the paint thing on the screen. Yes. Oh my God, that's yeah. so funny. I don't know if it popped up in my feed because it was so popular, but I yeah. remember seeing that and my husband saw it and we were like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, so from that, then we've just been like creating some other ones and I have like over 300 people asking to buy a painting. So I'm like, is this our new business? Are, are we painters now? <laughs> Wait, do you guys have any paint experience? No, none at all. My boyfriend saw a video online and was like, this looks cool. Went to Home Depot, several hundred dollars later, I walk out in the garage. He has this full like wooden like burrow thing with a spinny thing and all of these he made the canvases he sawed the wood himself and painted them oh that's that's Salem (laughs) um but yeah so we just have started to do these and they have become really popular we're just trying to figure out if it can actually work to paint and ship them out to people or if it's kind of just gonna be a, a hobby that's so cool. Yeah, that's so funny. I did see that actually. So, okay, your new boyfriend's name is Brock, right? Yes. I saw mm-hmm. you guys on YouTube. Um, he's super cute, by the way. Um, yeah. When did you guys meet? Because I feel like I heard maybe from Jeff that you guys had just kind of met and then boom, quarantine happened. So we met um, early September and then got serious in October I went out to meet him. He was playing in a rugby game out in Australia on the U.S. team. So I went out there to meet him, um, met his family. He surprised me with a trip to Bali. And when we got back in November, it was just like we just knew that it was right. And then, I mean, like five months later, then quarantine happened. But still, I would never move in with someone in the first six months of dating. Like, call me boy crazy, but I actually don't rush into things in that sense like some of my other cast members (laughs) (laughs) yeah jeff um feel free to chime in as our our vanderpump expert by the way totally i told sheena i got sucked in like three weeks ago my wife and i and sheena we are in the vortex like i love this show they've been raving (laughs) thank you and i gotta say we're gonna get into it but i'm almost always team sheena whenever there's conflict you're the peacemaker you're the reasonable one in the group i would say and we're gonna get to it i don't know whether or not the show agrees with that (laughs) so we're gonna talk about that a little later yeah well thanks for watching and being team sheena totally (laughs) well it's funny because we had lala on recently and she was talking about how she didn't feel like they needed to bring in all these new cast members that the ogs had it under control and it was more than enough. What did what do you think? I think it's always good to bring in a new person to like spice things up. Like when they brought in Lala season four, it was like I think Lala and then this other girl who we don't need to mention. But Lala was an amazing addition to the show and it just worked. Like they had tried to do it in the past. There was this girl Vale didn't really stick and there have been people who've kind of come in and out but didn't really stick and so I'm never against new blood it was just a lot this year I mean it was just like five new storylines thrown in your face on top of 14 already cast member storylines and it was just I felt like a little overwhelming and then 
some of the storylines just felt very forced. And some of the new people literally just came on to a TV show to make good TV. And I'm like, no, this is a show about our lives that you are so lucky to be a part of. This isn't a, oh my God, I got booked on a TV show and here's my role to create drama. It's like, no, this this is a reality show. As, as forced as certain things have felt this season, it's still a real show about our real lives. And some people came in and just didn't respect that. Mm-hmm. And for that, I don't think we needed them all. Who do you feel like was the most opportunistic in terms of the new cast members Brett. with that stuff? Yeah. Brett for sure. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just like the thirst is just dripping out of him in every scene. Like the way, if you would have seen the way, like when him and I would just hang out one-on-one, like we were like bros, like we had a really good friendship and like, we were also very flirty, but it was a two way thing. And then when you see it, it looks very one-sided, but what bothered me more than that was seeing the way he spoke about me every chance he got with the camera in his face behind my back. And it was just like, that's not a friend. Like the way everything that with him and I, like the way we would tell stories to one another, hang out, talk about the show, talk about the cast. And then I would see the complete opposite on the show. I'm just like, you're such a thirsty phony. Where are you guys now? Um, like where are Brett and I? Yeah. Just in terms of like, are y'all cool or where, where are you, how's it going? Um, so you'll see the reunion the next three weeks. Can't wait. Um, I had forgiven him and we moved forward. This was like back in November when I saw the first episode and we were at BravoCon and I was just like, he got a rage text from me. I was just like, I felt so disrespected. And I'm like, how dare you? you know, I tried to be a good friend to you. And you just like walked all over me and then talk about me behind my back. And he was very apologetic. We ran into each other in like, I think January. And sat down, talked, and I was like, okay, everything's cool. And then the more I've seen the episodes, and especially the way he spoke about me after my music video, that like, you're welcome. I put you in. I had several guys who wanted to be in that video, but I had offered it to him first. And I was like, you know, I mean, for like, we were filming it. And I was like, well, that's interesting too. Like the guy I'm friends with, the new guy on the show, like he had a good look. So I thought it would be a good match. And then for him to come back and say that he felt violated and taking the jokes I said at 100 Truth and just creating these things in his head that it was like dude it's not that serious and the way it just oh it just irks me i just i can never be friends with someone like him our chat is going crazy elizabeth was saying brett was so (laughs) annoying uh brandy lee saying that's messed up i wonder how old are the new cast members so he is like 32, which uh-huh. is funny that he called me middle age. And I'm like, you're like two years younger than me. Um, Dana and Max are like 28, 29. And then Danica and Charlie were 24. They're now 25. Got it. Because yeah, I wonder, like, I wondered, are you guys in their minds aging out because you're starting all to settle down and your lives are not as dramatic, perhaps? I think that's what some of them thought. And I think some of them just didn't take the show serious in that it's been eight years of our lives being followed. And like you happen to 
now work at Sir and be a part of this, but it's like, it's still a show about our lives. And I felt like that just got really lost. And it was just like, there were so many times where I would like tell Brett about something I was upset about. He's like, whatever, we're making a TV show. It's just a TV show. I'm like, no, it's my life. Oh yeah, they don't It's get not it. just like, it's not fake. It's not just you sit down in an interview. The producer is like, Brett, say this. And you're like, here's my line. That's not how it works. Yeah. Like, but do you feel like you... the producers started to feel like maybe you guys weren't as exciting and you needed all these young people who are going to have these crazy experiences to add? I think they thought that they needed to try it and to see if it worked. But I think they just went to the extreme. Like if it would have just been like two of them maybe introduced, like Max was already our friend. He worked at Tom Tom. He was very naturally already in the friend group. It made sense for him to be on the show. But then you add in which, and I mean, I, I love Charlie. Like I'm so thankful she was a part of the show. Dana and I have had many ups and downs, but um, we've gotten to a good place, but I just think it was just too many at once. Mm-hmm. And then they so heavily focused on Dana and Max and Dana and Brett. It was like, so many people from what I saw online were just like, we don't care about this love triangle. Like people, people are saying it in our chat right now. They're like, the Literally, love triangle storyline was so cringe. <laughs> it quote. was so like, it just, it's, as a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. It seemed just so like, I said it, I was like, it seemed fake. It seemed forced. It seemed like, oh, well, Max doesn't like me anymore. And then, oh, Brett likes me. And then Brett doesn't like me. So then Max likes me. And it was just like, very like, what can I do to like make good TV? And I felt like there was just a lot lost. There could have been so much more. Like Dana herself is such an interesting person and character on this show that if you just showed more about her life and less about Max and Brett and Max and Brett, it's like, I think people were really catching on to a liking for her, but then it's this like stupid love triangle storyline she's in with two guys who the audience does not like. And I just think it did her no favors. And if she would have just been the one girl introduced, like how Lala was, I think it would have been better. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, same with Charlie, I've gotten to know her really well. And that girl has a crazy story to tell and we filmed about it and, you unfortunately didn't get to know her and you didn't get to see it. And so, so what do you think is going to happen next season? Do you think they're going to maybe get rid of some of those cast members? Um, I honestly have no idea. Everyone is like, Oh, are there going to be two shows? Is there like, are they going to fire people? Are they going to have two spinoffs? Like everyone's thinking of so many things. I think 
everyone will be back. This is just, and I, I have no information. I'm just thinking, I do think they'll have another year where everyone's back, but I think the focus will switch. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be as heavily focused on a love triangle that no one is connecting with. Like yeah. people connected in my marriage and with the addiction problems that we went through and the divorce, people connect with Tom and Ariana, Tom and Katie, Jackson, Brittany, like they're just the stories that you connect with. And Max, Brett and Dana was not one anyone connected with. So yeah. it was like you wasted all of this time on these scenes with these three people that the audience is not really invested in. Yeah. The other thing that, I mean, this popped in the news recently was the editor who, you know, came out and said that he was editing things um, to make you look bad on purpose. If I'm, if I'm expressing this properly, am I saying this right? Yeah, she. Okay, she. And so, you know, when you talk about all of these other girls who have these really great stories, and they ended up going with this, what makes you think that this editor um, went that route with you? Was it just more entertaining to make you the boy crazy girl? Like, why not follow these other career things, career moments in your life? I think I'm an easy target because I'm so nice that I think people mistake my kindness for weakness and just think it's okay to always walk all over me and make jokes and make fun of me because I'm such a forgiving person. And like... There's very few things I don't think that I I couldn't get over. No one on the show had really like done anything that detrimental to me that I'm like, I could never speak to you again. Like, and even the people who did do that, like, you know, Stassi back in the day when Kristen slept with Jax, like that's kind of an unforgivable thing, but she was able to move past it. Yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, I, I don't know where this is going, but it's just, with the way that I looked this season, I'm just like, who who did I piss off? Like, what did I do wrong? Because I just don't think I deserved to look this way. Because people take that as truth and think like, oh, well, this is 100% all of Sheena. She's one-dimensional. She only cares about guys. And, like, there's nothing else to her. There's no substance. And it's yeah. like, there is so much more to me. And if you listen to my podcast or you watch my YouTube, you see and hear hours and hours and hours of my actual life. You also hear that five, ten percent that you see on Vanderpump Rules because that is part of my life, but it's a very small part. It's not all of it. And it's unfortunate that yeah. it became all of my story this year. Wasn't the editor fired as well? Yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, I feel like she broke her agreement that she signed up to do with the show. You know, there's certain privacy type of things that you need to abide to and she didn't do that you know she didn't follow the rules and when you don't follow the rules you get in trouble for it but aren't you in a sense relieved that someone admitted to portraying you badly you have no idea like I that day I saw that like I mean I was crying I was like I talked to my producers that day. I talked to my mom. I talked to my friends. I was just like, I was so upset. But at the end of the day, I was like, I put on this dashboard confessional song, Vindicated. And I was like, I just like, okay, it feels good. Like I may be boy crazy, but I'm not just crazy. Like I know when I'm watching this, it's like, you just, you hear 
the way the conversation's going and it's like, did it really flow that way? Yeah. So did you always try to say to people, like, was it, did you know that this was happening and say like, guys, this is what's happening and nobody believed you? It's not that nobody believed me. I think just everyone else had it better that nobody cared. Mm. Because we tend to be in a group of very selfish people who, you know, they care about themselves and how they look and their storyline first. And once that looks good, then it's like, oh, Sheena, I feel bad for you. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm getting everything I want. So I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. And also, you know, at the end of the day, how much of it is the editor's fault, right? Because the producers are giving the editors direction, are they not? Well, that's the thing. I'm like, okay, yeah, she can edit me however she wants, but she's not the final call. Like someone still has approved this. Yeah. Someone still said, oh my God, yeah, Brie, we think this is a great idea. Let's make Sheena look like she's hitting on a 14 year old. This is hilarious. Like someone thought that was also a good idea. And it probably wasn't just someone. It was probably several people. Yeah. So it's but like, also it, it's, it's hard on her. It's also hard because like you have producers in the field that are seeing everything that's filmed. Then they pass that over to the editors and then the editors are dealing with the higher up producers probably. And so it's like it, it all might not be communicated. So they may only see what the editor gives and the high end, you know, higher up producers are probably like, oh, that's great. Use that. And then right. that field producer never got to have input potentially. But it's like at the same time, as much as I gave them that footage, obviously, they didn't mm. just find it out of thin air. Like I, I was that person, boy, crazy, whatever. But I gave so much else that you just didn't see. Like yeah. my freezing my eggs was a huge thing that I did twice last year. And I mean, I, I think you maybe saw less than five minutes of it. It was like a yeah. montage of me just saying, freezing my eggs, freezing my eggs, freezing my eggs. And then it's like, that was something that, so, especially with our audience, the Bravo audience, the age demographic of women who watch our show, that is such a more relatable storyline than a bullshit love triangle with people who work at a restaurant and, oh, which yeah. one do I love? It's just like They're trying to the put fact them over. that that took precedent over something so personal and so huge in my life that I did, it's just disappointing. What was that process like for you? Because I did it too. Yeah. So honestly, it was so like, it was easy for me. I mean, Even the I injections? Have, yeah. Like, I mean, I have like 20 something tattoos. So needles don't bother me. I get Botox every two and a half, three months. I just added a little more to my lips. Um, so Wait, the Botox itself, to the lips? No, no. I added uh, just oh. a little oh. needle, needle to the lips. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> but, um, but uh, so for me, like that part was easy, like the injections, poking myself, that was not difficult whatsoever. The first round, I think I had it a little easier because it was more private that time. The second time, although you didn't see much of it, we were filming, whether they were filming my story, I was still in full production at birthday parties, sober, celibate, not smoking weed, not like having any little crutch if I felt uncomfortable in a scene, normally I just go out, hit my vape pen, and I'm like, okay, back down to earth, in my rational brain, everything's not that bad. But the second round, as I'm going through it, I'm hormonal. There's all these new people. I feel like I'm just being attacked. I was not in a good place in my life as I was going through this. I was very depressed. And it was a lot harder for me emotionally 
but physically it, it didn't put my body through that much. I mean, I did it a second time and I'm considering doing it a third time, which I would have done already had we not been put into lockdown. So now it's just kind of like, when is the right time? Because we don't know when we're going to start filming again, but if that's next month, I do not want to go through this again while filming a reality show. When would you be filming again n- under normal circumstances? We would have already been filming. We always start before Memorial Day. And so what have they said? Um, we're just kind of all on hold. It's like, I mean, we don't know when the governors and mayors are going to lift restrictions in different counties and cities. So until we know when the restaurants are opening, I think they're kind of waiting to hear that because as much as the majority of the cast now don't work at Sir, it still is a show called Vanderpump Rules about Lisa Vanderpump and her businesses. So if her businesses aren't up and running, I don't see us being back in a full production. Maybe a little pre-production, like life after quarantine, adjusting back into normal life. But I I think it'll happen closer to the restaurant's opening. And from what I've hear, heard, they're saying like end of August that the restaurants are opening back up. But then I heard mid-July. So yeah, I, I have no idea. We're getting so many mixed messages. It's so interesting. I wonder... With all of this time with your boyfriend, do you feel like in quarantine, do you feel like it accelerated kind of your relationship? Right? Yeah, oh, I would think so. For sure. I feel like we've been together for like two years already and it's been eight months. It's just like life in quarantine completely fast forwards your relationship. Like I like I said, I would have never planned on living with him in the first year let alone the first six months so has it been like a smooth process like are you guys annoyed with anything with each other in quarantine like did you find out he leaves a toilet seat up like what what are the annoying Um, things there have definitely been those moments like he had some stuff he was doing in the garage and unplugged the garage fridge and I found out like three days later that it had been unplugged and like all the frozen food. He's like, it's just a pizza. I was like, it's not about the pizza. The fact that you were, were thinking about yourself and that it was just like, but it's like the dumbest things that we have like bickered over. It's never anything that's like breakup worthy. It's just like little annoyances. But at the end of every argument we've had in quarantine, we've gotten to a better place and a better understanding of each other and what one another needs. And Overall, I mean, I think it has been great. Like, I actually feel bad when people are like, how's quarantine? Because I know so many people are struggling and I'm like low-key thriving over here. My relationship is going great. Like, the thing too with this relationship is I'm not afraid to talk about the bad. Like, I'm not afraid to talk about a fight we've had. And in the past, I would hide every bad aspect about my relationship because I'm like oh no no everything's perfect like we're so happy like he did this and he did that everything's great and it's like for the most part like with Brock like yeah everything is great but it's not perfect no relationship is perfect and the fact that I tried to put that facade out there for so many years it's like I can see how my producers or the fans would be frustrated with me or my friends because it's like you're not giving us the whole story but it's like those close to me do get the full story. I just don't feel like this has necessarily been a safe environment to be 100% open and honest with certain people when, you know, like 
I love Lala and we've gotten to a really good place. But up until the reunion, like, I honestly didn't think we were ever going to be friends again because I just saw interview after interview of her just making fun of me and just being so mean. And I'm like, all I do is love you and want to be your friend. And then I see you just making fun of me constantly. Like, it's so hurtful. And I'm just done. I'm she done did this getting recently? walked all over. She did all this in yeah. recent? Wow. Yeah, it was on the after show, which we filmed in February, but it it airs per each episode. So this was like, we filmed the reunion April 30th. And it was like the week before that, that episode of the after show came out. And she was like, there's nothing interesting about watching a 35 year old in a crop top and a slutty Jojo Siwa ponytail doing the same thing over and over like, oh, grow up already. And I was like, that is so hurtful. Like, you know, I'm not doing the same thing over and over. They're showing the same storyline over and yeah. over. And like, now you're making fun of my appearance. And like, you wear a slutty Jojo Siwa ponytail too, girl. So like, what are you talking about? Like, well, because I'm 35 and you're 29, it's not okay. Like, I just still wear really... crop tops and 41. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. <laughs> I'm like, so listen, JLo's do still this? doing it. Thank you. Yes. She is our leader. <laughs> Yeah, but it was just like, there have been a lot of little things like that that some of the girls have said. And I'm just like, that, it doesn't even piss me off. It just genuinely hurts my feelings because yeah. I don't do that to you guys. And I'm like, maybe I should start. What is being nice getting me? Like, I'm, so, I'm, I'm not gaining anything by being nice anymore. Where are you at with Lala now? Now we're good. We, okay. um, you'll see on the reunion. I don't know which part out of the three part reunion it'll be on, but I mean, we both broke down in tears and she was, very genuinely apologetic she sent me a very long text since then randall and her invited brock and i to scottsdale with them this weekend but we already had plans here so i think from here i think it's only up with yeah. us and i know that when she said she like she read my messages and like heard what i said or I, oh it was on a podcast i had said i was just like you know, it really hurts my feelings that like she has said all these things about me when like I like I look up to her like I want to work with her more like we did the like a boss music video together and that day on set I was like this is so fun I was like dude we're such a good duo like we should do more of this and she's like yeah for sure and I go but the thing is Lala you're gonna go home and make fun of me for saying this behind my back Ooh. when I'm gonna go home and want to be like what's the next song we can do together and she just kind of like laughed it off and this was back in December and then the after show was in February and it was just like, even after we did that, I was like, see, she's proving my point. Like mm. I said this in December, like you're just going to go make fun of me behind my back. And it's like, for what? And yeah. I feel like this year, everyone has kind of seen that like, I don't deserve the way they've acted. Even Stassi has given me a very long, genuine apology. And it just like feels good that they're acknowledging their bitchy behavior and for Lala, she said that what really got her was she was just thinking, like, how my mom felt when she saw all of these terrible things that Lala was saying. She was like, that just, like, broke my heart. And yeah. I was like, well, do better because, like, I'm still here. You know, um, I was asking about Brock and how it accelerated because I'm wondering, as you're thinking about going in for round three, are you thinking you might make embryos with him? Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. We just talked about that. So that would be the plan if we go through with the third round. But 
According to, I've had a crazy amount of psychics recently who have just in quarantine, it was like, want to give you a reading. So then I, you know, promote their business and whatnot. But the three that I've had in the last three months that I've been here have been so insanely spot on with things with my grandparents, things that like, I didn't even know I had to call my mom and ask about like the rose garden that my grand, like it was so crazy. But from the messages I've been getting from a lot of psychics are like, you're not going to even need to go through with this third round. Like everything's going to happen naturally. Ooh. And everyone keeps seeing a boy. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Ooh. So, so uh, are you guys yeah. talking about marriage already too? Um, No, not necessarily. I mean, we talk about it. Like we know that we'll get there eventually, but we're both divorced. Neither of us are in a rush for that. Got and it. I mean, honestly, like after going through a divorce and like the relationships that him and I both had, it's like, it is low key kind of just a piece of paper if you know, but it's yep. like what there's so many other things you can do to show your love for someone, then put it on a piece of paper. Like mm-hmm. we'll eventually do it. And we've already talked about like, like what name with because like he has his dad's last name but he really likes his mom's maiden name and so there are things that we're talking about in the future we're just not in a rush Got I want to just be able to travel when we get out of quarantine hmm. and just enjoy our life together figure out if we want to settle down in San Diego as opposed to LA see kind of where the show is going yeah. so all things that we've talked about but I'm I'm in no rush. I'm 35, but I don't feel any pressure. And we're just, we're really good with where we're at. Do you guys agree on how many kids you both want? Um, I think so. I mean, I want at least two and he already has two. So, I mean, four, I think for him is a good number. Uh-huh. But um, I don't know. I mean, if I were to, in the crazy off chance, get pregnant naturally, twins also run in my family. So, and I'm like, if I have twin boys, I am definitely trying again for a girl. So, you never know, but... That's so funny. Twins run in my family, too. Yeah. And I always thought I was going to get pregnant naturally. I just knew it. And it Mm -hmm. never happened. See, and I felt the opposite. I always thought that I would have a problem getting pregnant naturally. And so when I went to Dr. Gadir and found out that my AMH levels were 0.28, which is like non-existent, almost, almost. non-existent, that um, he was just like, you know, you're going to have a really hard time getting pregnant on your own with these numbers. If we're talking science, there's obviously miracles as well. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I really recommend you do this. And then the first round, we got 12 eggs, nine were mature. The second round, we got seven, and all seven were mature. So I have 16, but then once you fertilize them and genetically test them, it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, you you might not have any left. And God forbid I have a miscarriage. Like, I just, I want to be as prepared as I can with as many options as I can because I know that is something that I do want. And I've been so wish-washy my life where I'm like, oh, I don't even like kids. I don't want kids. And then I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to be a mom one day. And then I'm like, oh, kids are so annoying. It's like, I've gone so back and why, forth, but I know Why are we so day, confused? That's what I want to know. Why is it so confusing? Seriously. It's like, I always say you can't give them back. 
Like, yeah. I see them and I want them so bad, but then I see the bad parts of it. I'm like, oh, I've had enough bad. Yeah. I don't want any more bad. I know. So I just know because I do change my mind so often that freezing my eggs last year when I was very single and there were no prospects of a relationship anytime soon, I was like, I need to take my future into my own hands and do this because I know one day I'll wake up 45 and regret. Why didn't you do that when you were yep. 33? When That's you why I did the it. Time, the money, you know, so I did it now, at the same time for the same reasons. Yeah. So we're um, talking about doing it a third round. The clinic isn't completely open yet, but my mom asked me, she's like, I mean, she goes, you're like, sure. Like Brock's the one. And I got so annoyed with her and I know she's watching right now. I love you, mom. Hi, but mom. Um, I got, I got so annoyed because I was like, what is it? Is he not good enough for me? And she was like, no, she's like, calm down. She goes, I was just going to say, like, if you're sure he's the one, then why wouldn't you just freeze embryos? Why yeah. are you going to just do eggs again? And I was like, oh, you're going that direction. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to talk to him about that. And he was like, yeah, I would absolutely do that. He's like, I'll go with you. I'll, you know, that's he, so cool. The way he said it was not as cute, but yeah. So. Uh, I can only imagine Steven's laughing in the booth right now. <laughs> yep. Um, what is yeah. your relationship like with Brock's kids? Uh, so they're in Australia with their oh. mom. So I haven't met them yet. And obviously we can't travel right now. So hoping we were hoping to get out there for Christmas, but just depending on the travel laws, if it is a two week quarantine, again, we have no idea when we're going to be filming. That's just kind of up in the air as to when we're going to get back there. But I know they're with their mom. They have a great mom and stepdad and they live in what I think is like the best country in the world. So Australia is <laughs> pretty cool. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Jeff, any last burning questions? Because yeah, I know, want to make sure you get your, your like die yes. hard finger yeah. pump questions in. I'll try to, I'll try to keep it fairly brief, but the thing is, Sheena, you've talked about the fact, you know, people might be mistaking your kindness for weakness. It's not necessarily only production. It's also the cast. And that's part of the reason I'm like all aboard the justice for Sheena train. Does it make you wonder if you should like pivot your kindness next season? Like, does it make you maybe change your perspective on like how you want to handle next season? Literally Max and I were just talking about this like two days ago. We're like, why are we so nice? Like say what you want about him and the way he's come off on the show. But like Max is a very genuine, sweet, good human. And uh, I don't think you got to see a lot of that. But then we're like, also, we're like, why are we always the ones apologizing? Why are we always nice? And I'm like, the bitches are winning. They're the ones with the most followers. They're the ones with the most job opportunities. Like, ah! why am I being this nice person? It's Be not who you are. Be who you are. But, but look at what happened at the beginning of this season when, you know, I tried to go the bitchy route with Dana. I ended up crying and apologizing because that's not me. Like, yeah. I just... I'm not yeah. a mean girl. And as much as if you piss me off, like I'm not going to say what, who, because I'm going to let this play out. But there is one of the cast members who recently, it was just like, she said some below the belt stuff to me. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done forgiving you. I just like, I'm over it. I'm over being nice and forgiving everyone when they keep hurting me over and over. Like you got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. So I think next season, You'll see more of that, Sheena, just more outspoken, more confident, more secure, and just kind of comfortable in my own skin and not afraid to tell people how I feel because no one is ever afraid of hurting my feelings. So why am I worried about hurting theirs? Boundaries. 
Yeah, it's really well said. It also makes me wonder, too. I mean, part of that goes with the fans want to see the show break the fourth wall more. A lot of stuff is yeah. happening outside of the show with Twitter and social media, and that's kind of the direction reality TV is going. Of course, Lisa famously did it this season in that amazing moment with Jax. I loved it. Was it was the best. Incredible. Oh, my God. It Incredible. Was so good. Um, do you want to see that more on the show, and do you think the show might go in that direction? This is why I, and I'm not comparing us to the Kardashians, but we are both on reality TV, but this is why I am so obsessed and fascinated with that show. It is the most real version of reality TV. They talk about if Chris and Courtney don't want to open up, then they're off the show. If Courtney this, like, I was just like, oh my God, give me more, give me more. Like talking about the show on the show is so interesting because you got to remember at the end of the day, you're watching a television show. It is produced. It is edited. And like, I love that the last couple of years, they're leaving in a little bit more of like producer Jerry's interview questions. Cause then it's like, remember you're watching a television show. But at the end, when Jack said that, it's like, why would you not leave that in? He's like, this is why my show is successful. And then she's like, well, it's my show and I put you on it. So don't be disrespectful. And I was just like standing up. I was like, Oh my God. Yes. We did it because it's like the whole issue I had with Dana was not her and Max. It was not anything that had to do with a guy. It wasn't Brett. It wasn't Max. It was the fact that I, along with, you know, Stassi and everyone else have started this show where we have just put our complete lives out there, complete open book. And now these new people walk on our show, literally just walk on and have shit handed to them on a silver platter. And it's like, oh, Dana, we're going to film your comedy show and everyone's going to go. And then Dana, we're going to film this. And Dana, we're going to, and I'm like, I'm sorry, Dana wouldn't even be on this show if it wasn't for us. So why is she getting what I have worked hard for? She didn't work hard for this. I did. I worked hard to pave the way so new people can come on and just feature their careers when you haven't seen anything of mine. It was like, Las Vegas for half a year, headlining a show out there never happened. Like, I haven't had a podcast. Like, I barely froze my eggs. It was just like... What does Lisa say about that? Like, Lisa must want to help you. Mm, I don't know. (laughs) Really? I mean, I, I went to her last year, and she knew I was really upset with how things were going into last season. And the whole scene where they do this stupid montage of I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. I was crying to Lisa, just like begging her to listen to me. I'm like, Lisa, please stop it. Be uh, be professional. Do your job. Stop breaking the fourth wall. I'm like, let's break the fourth wall. Let's talk about the real issue. I'm jealous that Dana is on a show that I started with my friends. We all started together. It's our show along with you, Lisa. I'm upset that this new girl is coming on our show and now is getting to showcase her career when she hasn't worked a day in her life for this. Like literally it was just handed to her. Oh, girl at the Mondrian, you're going to work at TomTom. Here, you're on the show. We're going to film your comedy show. And it was just like, how is that fair to all of us who have worked so hard for eight years? And it's just like, nope, Sheena's the jealous girl over Max, the bar manager. Like, love you, Max, but nah, was definitely not jealous over that. Wow. I feel like we so, could talk for hours about all of this I stuff. know, right? And I do, yeah. I have to say, I was so impressed. Like, you you do have so much going on, and we wouldn't really know if it was for the show. Um, you know, your Vegas residency, your music, your YouTube channel, um, your shenanigans podcast. Like, you are 
hustling. Thank you. Yeah. And I yeah. wonder, like, what's next for you? Are, do you have any, like, acting stuff that's coming up that you're excited about? Um, We're just really trying to focus on the YouTube right now. We have some ideas of expanding it with other people to just kind of, it's right now, like, we're just in quarantine. There's only so much I can film. So it's like, we have so many ideas once we get out of quarantine of things that we want to do to kind of take this to the next level. I just want people to be able to see an overall view of my life and not just this one dimensional boy, crazy girl, which by the way, I'm capitalizing on and we have boy crazy merch coming out soon. The shipping has been so delayed, but I'm like, you know what? Let's capitalize on this. You want to call me boy crazy? And that's what I'm marketed as. Then yeah, I'm going to start wearing it across my forehead. Wait, can we just discuss your nails right now? How do they look perfect and mine look like shit? Um, Press on. Those are press ons. <laughs> are they really press ons? These ones aren't. I can't ah! lie. <laughs> She's like, I can't lie. I do have a friend who does them and they always look good. Okay, so you had somebody do your nails. Yeah. From far away. From very far away. Yeah, because yes. I wonder, like, I wonder what your quarantine rules are because you also said that you got your Botox, right? So are mm-hmm. all of that is still happening in quarantine? Yeah, so my doctor just opened back up um, a week and a half ago. So I drove back to L.A., went to Beverly Hills, got a little overall pampering, and then came back to quarantine. Went and got my antibody test, negative, going to get the viral test, just because there have been a few people I've been around, even though we're being safe and washing our hands and wearing our masks and doing what we're supposed to be doing. It's like, I mean, it's been almost three months and there's, there's some maintenance things that a girl's got to do. So I saw Oprah. This is where I'm so confused too. Like Oprah had someone doing her pedicure on Instagram. Oh, I, that's one thing I need. I need a pedicure. I was able to get some nails because I was doing the press ons for like two months and then it was just like, they would last for like four or five days. And then one of my friends out here was like, well, if you want, like, I can come over, wear a mask and do them for you. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. But I didn't post about it. But I, yeah, yeah, I, uh, my gels, I've had whatever's left on my gels, right? I've had these since February. Oh, yeah. That's my toes since February. The gel is still there. Wait, it's, it's almost June and they're like halfway down. And I, like, they're starting, if I'm in the shower too long, they'll start to peel. So certain ones have peeled off, but I was afraid that my nails would be so thin if I took them off myself. So I just was like, I'm going to let them grow out. If you can't see how horrendous they are, (laughs) but I'll post them on Insta stories because I'm sitting here, I'm looking at your nails. I'm like, how is she doing this? They look so good. No, this, it, it just, it was two months of them looking so bad. And then there was one day where I think I had two on this hand. And like one and a half on this hand. And I was like, there were (laughs) quite a few, like, thankfully, like my Instagram jobs have picked back up. And there were like some sponsored posts I had to do where I'm literally having to hold this canister and drink it. Another I'm having to do my, and I was like, okay, this is actually for my job and I do need to have nice hands. So I was able to get them done. But um, my sister's boyfriend, his sister does nails. So she did my sister's gels and it was like, you know, if you want me to come over and do yours, I'm like, Dying. I mean, I've already, I've already seen you. We spent Mother's Day together. So I okay. listen, no judgment from me because I feel like <laughs> everyone has to create their own rules and do their own way. You know, the, the hardest thing 
to not judge is those massive pool party things you're seeing in the Ozarks. Oh, yeah. It's hard not to look at that and be like, guys, come on. Yeah, like San Diego is going crazy with all of the bars and the parties that we've seen. I'm like, I had my three best friends come out and surprise me for my birthday. They've been in quarantine for two months. We've been here. And then, like, I mean, I've seen a few people here and there. But, like, anything on that level is just, that's insane. And anyone I have been around, like, we will literally, like, question each other. It's like, how many people have you seen in the last 14 days? Where have you been? Have you done this? We did just get the test, so that made me feel better. Yeah. Um, but, like, we're also we're going to the river this weekend. And as much as we're going to be, like, on a boat and on sea away from people, I'm going back to get the test the day I get back because I just want to, like, make sure. But also, I don't want to completely put our lives on hold because I do still have YouTube content to do and the river sounds like a really fun vlog. What's the river? Lake Havasu, oh, like the Colorado River in Arizona. Okay. Yeah. So we're going there this weekend um, just to also kind of get out of the house because we have been here for a while. I love it. But we're just, we're slowly, you know, as things are opening, like my favorite restaurant, I just went to lunch out here yesterday. They just opened back up, but all the tables are on the patio. They're all about eight feet apart. All the servers are in masks. Like you're sitting outdoors. And I'm like, and I posted Ooh. it on Instagram and I'm like, support small businesses, tip your servers. Cause I'm like, it's slowly starting to go. Yeah, back you're to like, don't hate, don't hate. Don't <laughs> hate. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, if people want to get mad that I, I got my nails done and I saw three of my best friends and ate at a restaurant, there's bigger problems in the world to be mad at people about. Like, yeah. But you know I'm what? Being... She, Sheena just gave me an idea, Stephen, for our birthdays. So Stephen and I both share a birthday. Stephen's in the booth. And uh, June 8th is our birthdays. And maybe uh-huh. we need to travel. Like maybe <laughs> we road yeah. trip. Maybe we road trip to the river. That's what we were going to get an RV and do like a road trip up the coast. But then we decided to go to the river this weekend. And then my boyfriend's birthday is uh, June 15th. Oh, yeah. So for that, we're going to go down to San Diego. They have this place called Viejas. It's a casino resort. Uh-huh. And they gave us like this huge suite that has two joined rooms. And so it's like we're still like going to be like away from most people. But it's like, you know, we can just only stay in the house and keep doing this for so long. His business is starting to pick back up where he's needing to be in San Diego a little more. And I mean, we're going to eventually go back to somewhat of whatever the new normal is. So we're just trying to ease into it. But it's so crazy. Like, like to me, hotels are the scariest part, because like if you had an RV and you deep cleaned it to me and you left the doors open for like a couple of days to air it out so that anything that was in there is gone, perhaps that would be okay. Um, But yeah, like, like. Yeah, hotels scare me. I know. This one specifically, because I do know the people I've worked with them, I know they're going to take, like, every precaution to make sure, like, everything is perfectly clean and disinfected. Like, instead of maybe going to the spa, maybe it's an in-room massage. I don't know if that's going to be an option yet, but I know they're just like, please don't worry. We promise you will be very taken care of. And we'll have like our own area away from people. You know, it's crazy because I was talking to my best friend who works for the airlines and she was really nervous because a colleague of hers got it and she's younger than us and healthy and she suffered so badly 
she was on a respirator and when they took her off and she was able to open her eyes and wave, they thought that was like the biggest victory. And, you know, when you haven't had anybody near you get it, there's almost a moment where you start to kind of let your guard down a little bit and then you hear something like that. And I was instantly like back to, oh my God, we we, we have to be on high alert. Like this is so scary. Um, But listen, you do the best that you can and you protect yourself and the people around you. Um, and thank you for being here. This was such a fun of conversation. Course. Thank you. I know. We'll I have love to do it again. We'll have to do it yes. again. Maybe we'll do something fun for YouTube as I'm going to start trying to do a YouTube thing as well, basically for the show, yes. because I'm like, I've never ever focused on it. Um, yeah. but maybe we'll do something fun. I would love that. You know, working with you has always been a dream of mine. Literally, you are the reason that I studied broadcast journalism in college. So oh my God, this we is talked like, about this. You're right. Yes. No, like this is like always like a dream for me to do anything with you. So thank you for having me. I love you. All right. Well, then I'm going to figure this out. Jeff, you're going to help us make it happen. We'll come up with some cool idea. Yes. And, um, and we'll do for YouTube. And, um, if you guys don't already listen to shenanigans, you can find it wherever podcasts are found, Apple, Spotify, etc. Um, her YouTube channel, I did watch you and Brock, you guys were so fun. Um, oh, thanks. check out her YouTube channel and you can find her on Instagram at Sheena on all platforms. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day in Palm you Springs too. and we'll talk soon. All right, sounds good. Bye. So fun. So fun. I'm such a Sheena fan. I always have been. And it's really exciting as a fan of the show to sort of see how she's looking towards future seasons. Yeah. Because it is. It's interesting. For fans of the show, they know that, like, Stasi, for example, draws harder lines. She doesn't always play nice. And the show almost rewards her for that. So yeah. I feel like it's time for Sheena to, you know, maybe draw some more lines in the sand. It'll be really interesting to see. I admire yeah. her a lot. I love it. Well... I am. Um, I'm sitting here thinking maybe my I, I switched chairs recently. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I have my WWE chair here from mm-hmm. WrestleMania 2019, and I'm realizing that I feel like I'm a little too low. Like I'm like eating my microphone. So you don't like having good audio? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Maria. <laughs> road, road. Okay, guys, that's our uh, our day here. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Like I said, if you haven't already joined Patreon, please do. We have a great conversation coming up today. Um, and haven't seen a comment on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts in a long time. If you would be so kind as to leave us a comment, subscribe, rate, share an episode with a friend. I think we're going to start dropping um, our favorite shows. That's what it should be called. Favorite Fridays. And Love so it. every Friday, we're going to drop one of our favorite episodes that you may have missed. So um, I think uh, look out for that as well. So normally we're off on Fridays, but um, Jeff had a genius idea to start rebroadcasting some cool stuff. So favorite Fridays starts this Friday. In the meantime, you can follow me at Maria Menunos at Stephen Lemufoto, at Jeff Cranegram. And remember, be nice people, make good choices and be present.
Well, that's it for today, Heal Squad. Before I let you go, I want to make sure you don't forget to take care of yourself today. I'll be making sure I'm not forgetting to get outside, do my meditations, and of course, keep myself fueled with some sweet, chili, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios, as you know, are my go-to when hunger strikes because they're one of the highest protein nuts providing all nine essential amino acids, and they're great for on-the-go snacking. So... When you're ready to elevate your snacking game, visit wonderfulpistachios.com to grab a bag 